today on Alabama Unfiltered, we have, well, who do we have? We have a family that's joining us from Cyprus. Where is that? It's far away. Far, far away. It's very far away. But they're over there receiving treatment for long COVID. Which is actually a thing. And we have Landon Williams on and his mom, Jill. They're going to talk about his story, kind of the year and a half of misery he went through and what they're doing in Cyprus now, getting treatment. And there's hope for you. And I think he does a really good job of talking to us, telling us how you too can get help because their story's kind of... It's inspiring. It's inspiring. It's inspiring. So y'all gather around. Anybody who's had COVID, maybe you've had the vaccine and you're thinking you're alone. You're not. Stay tuned. You do not want to miss this show. We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered, your favorite podcast that is about what is going on here in the state of Alabama. And we appreciate you watching and listening to the program. Don't forget you can find us at all the usual places for your podcast. And don't forget that we're powered by 1819 News. So check out 1819news.com. Sign up for their newsletter and their daily detail where you can find out what is going on in Alabama each and every day. But I'm one of your hosts, and Amy Beth Shaver is with me. Allison Sinclair is here as well. Ladies, how are y'all? Good. I, just did you playing say your good. Name? I did at the very, okay, very start. You did. Okay. Yes. I just always want you to get credit. <laughs> right. Because well, this is the Scott you, Beeson so. show. With the two ladies. Apparently. Those two girls that are on there with Scott Beeson. I like that. It sounds good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Shoot. Uh huh. Can you tell he has his own radio show? Oh, my goodness. Don't be giving me a hard time. It is on every day from Monday through Friday. <laughs> Check it out at scottbeasonradio.com. Wait, what station? is anywhere in the world. And then if you go there, it will tell you the stations locally where you live. I listened to you the other day. Did you? Yeah. That's fantastic. For the first time ever? I would have you on. Amy Beth listens more than you do, so that's no, why she's li- been on the show before. You're actually really good. Really? And you're yeah. surprised? <laughs> a little bit. You actually re- <laughs> just kidding. No, you really no, are thank good. You. Well, thank you. I appreciate you're, you're, that. You're, you're very good. You are very, very sweet entertaining today. Thank you. It's weird. It's just an off day. Yeah, what's wrong with I'm, us? I don't know. I was going to make fun of your Mickey Mouse ears, you know what? but since I you've been Mickey so Mouse nice, I will not do it. And uh, very little sleep. And I realize this has given me a mullet, apparently. So you're not self-conscious <laughs> at all. And like an 80s vibe. You know snake. what? Today, don't care. Some 80s. Sorry, messy hair, adult curve. You so are so, working at go. Yeah. I think you yeah. go with it. Well, at least we know it doesn't bother you. <laughs> doesn't. Nothing bothers <laughs> nothing, me. I'm 50. Nothing, nothing bothers at all. me anymore. Are you 50 now? You I'm had 50. a recent birthday. In August. Oh, okay. So there was an older birthday. Yeah. So you're like beyond 50. I'm beyond She's also sleep deprived, so mm, well, so you, had you to don't know to, what's coming. You had out. to go to basketball. How did Will do? The team did well because we and, and, and people may not know, but your son is an awesome basketball player. Plays for the University of North Carolina, the University of North Carolina. Yes, basketball central number twenty one. Will Shaver. Yes, short little guy. He's real short. I we thought, had young how tall like is he? Six eleven. Is that like stretching it like all the other athletes? No, do? he's that's, literally six ten and a half, and okay. in his shoes, he's. Court height, he's 6'11 and a half. He's really tall. Yeah, I mean, and he even cut his hair. So you that know how that shorter? goes. You're well, supposed you know to go all does. the way down so to like the skull. Armando has like these beautiful hair thing going right. on. So and he you, looks and you know that they stretch everybody's height. Right. 
But we know because we were there the last time he was measured. And I'm like, okay. So you did the real height. His actual height. And he's okay. actually taller than my husband. But it was a blast oh. to go to the first game, be with all the families and um, the boys room together. And so the freshmen four are together. So it was, a, it was an absolute joy that to be awesome. there and watch him run through the tunnel for the first time. Yeah, that is cool. That so, is really cool. So he was like there as early. As a teammate, he was there early, but this time, he's you know. Fully geared ready up, to go. ready to go. Ready to go. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Was good. I have good. to tell you, I meant awesome. to text you last night, but last night we have Young Life, like Oak Mountain High School Young Life at our house every Monday night. What is Young Life? Is that like a churchy thing? Do you not know about how awesome Young Life okay. is? No, we'll is it, it, it replace Fellowship of Christian Athletes? No, is there's still FCA, replace but your then local there's churches Young Life. Because they're all and I bet Landon and his mom are guests well, today which, know about okay. Young Life. We haven't even okay. introduced them. But well, we're yeah, going to get, we, get there, but I got to Okay, so night. we had Young Life at our house last night. We have it there every Monday night, and so much so that we forget about it. But the dog okay. started barking, and I opened the door, and I forgot all the boys were out there playing basketball on the court. Right, so they're sweaty and nasty right now. I opened the door to get the dog, because he thinks he's Air Bud. And anyway, all I hear is like this whole conversation about Will Shaver. I guess they had watched some of the game Aww. or, and it was, it just, it was really sweet. Like these kids, and I mean, they're still in high school too, yeah. but like really pretty amazing and really look up to him. And they were given stats and talking about blah, 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 blah. Like that's pretty that's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really humbling. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, it makes you want to cry because you're sitting there with new friends that you love, like you've known them your whole life right. and you're watching them do their thing. And you know that yes, they're freshmen but the Lord saw fit to allow them to go there, and they're good men as their coaches, and it's um, it's very humbling. I, I don't. Sorry, I've only had four hours of sleep, so okay, no, we I'm, don't need to be very and I'm very grateful that, that he's, he's has this opportunity. So with good leadership, and that's very sweet. And so that I tell awesome. him about our Oak Mountain family and how great people yeah. are and how that's encouraging sweet. they are. Good. So are anyway, both Oak Mountaineers, we are. Okay. Well, West Virginia are the Mountaineers. I know, We're the Eagles. I'm just dealing with anything with well, mountain like the is the ear. I've been talking about yes. just the citizens right. are Oak Mountaineers. Let's not start that, though. No, I, don't I, know. I, I like I, the way I, that I sounds. We're Eagles. Especially if oh, it's yeah, we're Eagles. Soar on wings yeah, of Eagles. Eagles. Like, we'll grow yeah. and not grow weary. What is we'll Young Life? Grow weary. We'll talk about Young Life later, but yeah. I'm pretty right sure. Is now, it devotional Sunday school at people's houses? It, Bible study. Similar Bible to study. FCA, but for kids who are not in sports, it's been around for a very long time. It's the time. NARP version. It is NARP fantastic. Christian My husband athletes. even went Fellowship when he was in high school. It's been around a very long time. Okay. It's a wonderful, wonderful discipleship high school ministry high school ministry like it's it. amazing and everybody yeah. knows the Sinclairs because they host it at their house so on Monday nights yeah and you can play basketball just with the dog yeah. ahead of time can Sounds parents great. come can I just come I sometimes will go back to the barn and just hang out because it reminds me of being it makes you feel young yeah again. it does how come you didn't so just fun. throw out how old you are when she threw out how old she was because she's much younger than me much yeah we were not in high school at the same time and I don't know why are you looking at me just calculating. She's she's young and fresh. I'm 44. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Good. Okay. Congrats. All right. Let's well, now on. that we've got this all <laughs> anyway, out. So what is, on, friends, what is on the show today? You. Okay. This is awesome. Allison. That was so not planned, by the way. I'm so sorry. Um, so today, I, I'm like so thankful that y'all are here. We have Jill Williams and her son, Landon Williams. And um, Landon has been struggling with what they had no idea was for probably a year and a half, two years now, um, turned out to be long COVID, which they're just now starting to discover and actually call it a thing. Mm -hmm. 
um, we, my whole family had COVID in August of 2020. It was the most miserable experience. Luckily, none of us suffer from like acute long COVID, but for so many people, it is so frustrating. And Landon's going to tell us a story, his story. He's actually in Cyprus receiving an experimental treatment to try the other country, another country. Oh yeah. And, and, and like last, not Lacedonia. I think that's anyway, Macedonia, something that starts with an L and we'll find out. But actually he and his mom and maybe a dad, I think I maybe saw a dad in there, but anyway, um, they're going to be joining us. And so thank you all so much for being here. Kind of talk. The beginning of this is terrifying. And Landon, I don't know. I would love for you to talk about it. I mean, you basically had to go. The, you were at a church camp, start having heart palpitations, couldn't breathe. You're like, what in the world? You're a healthy. How old were you then? 17? Yeah. So I actually was 18. Okay. 18. Okay. Healthy 18-year-old, you had a mild case of COVID, and then what happened? Yeah, so like you said, I had a very mild case of COVID. Um, literally, I had a snuffle and a, and just a cough, and that was just about it. I was very active in the gym. So when I had COVID, I was like, oh, man, I can't go to the gym for nine days. Little did I know I wouldn't be able to do it for 17 months. But anyway, um, so yeah, I just had a really light case. I got over it, um, it like it was nothing. I, I would... I actually told my mom that the flu was worse than COVID when I had it. And then um, on day 11, I got back in the gym, started doing what I love. And uh, I was back to my regular schedule. And then two months in, uh, June 21st, 2021, I went to a camp down in Pensacola, Florida uh, called Teen Extreme. And we were there on the first day. And so basically they have, um, they it's, it's a camp of, uh, gone to every year and so they have like 2,000 campers and they do games and stuff so there's four different teams and they they're color coordinated so you got blue and all orange and green and whatnot so at nighttime they like to do um, different races uh, in the gymnasium so you can get you know points for your team and stuff so we were doing a relay race and I was fine you know doing great being my active self and then uh, you know two hours later that night when we were just giving testimonies at the campfire, I looked at my um, coach, co- we call him Coach Bookout. He's our basketball coach. And basically I said, the Bookout, like I'm about to pass out. And so I could just feel my heart palpitating and it, it was 160 at resting and my blood pressure had shot up to 170 over 120. So, and I, that was at resting and I was just sitting, ha- chilling, you know, just having a good time talking to my friends. So, that's when they called the paramedics. The paramedics checked me out. They said that there were no uh, big signs that something was wrong, but they did say that my numbers were elevated. <laughs> so they actually said we can call. They said we can, uh, you know, call your mom and see if they, if she wants you to go to the hospital. And Coach Bookout said, well, actually, is eighteen. And so she looked at me and she said, well, okay, it's your decision. What do you want to do? Well, I didn't want to you know, make a decision. Like I was like, well, surely I don't need to go to the hospital. I'm a, I'm healthy. You know, I'm, right. I'm a, you know, I'm in the gym all the time. So maybe it was just something I had eaten. So I was trying to go over in my mind, everything that I've done previously, but I just sat there for 10 minutes and I looked at brother book out coach book out. And I said, I, I got to go to the emergency room. So how did you know, like we what a call. was different? You just knew nothing. You were, your heart rate still elevated just something in you says this isn't normal and thank goodness you went well yeah 
Well, yeah. So not only was my heart rate elevated and my blood pressure elevated, but my my heart was pounding so hard. It wasn't only racing; it was pounding so hard. I was sh- I was having shortness of breath. Like I was like trying to breathe, and it was really difficult for me to catch a breath. Like I felt like I was like you know starving for oxygen. So it was really weird. But then, so so then I had like this tightness feeling around my neck. The room started spinning. I felt like I was going to pass out. And so I, that's when I knew, I said, okay, I got to go to the emergency room. Cause I just, you know, your, your mind jumps to conclusions. So I just thought, cause of the pain in my neck, I said, maybe I have like a clot in my neck or something. Cause I had never felt, it was literally like a grown man, you know, strangling me by the neck. So it was really well, something else. So. Well, then we get, we get a call at one thirty in the morning. And of course, when your phone rings at one thirty in the morning and it was our dear friends, the book out, which were his pastor. And saying that Landon was headed to the ER, which was shocking because he had no underlying conditions. He was really not healthy at all. He was never sick. And so we get in the car and head to Pensacola and pick him up. And then this starts a a year long, over a year long battle of trying to find out what was wrong with Landon. And we went from doctor to doctor to doctor and, um, all the tests were normal. They could find nothing wrong with them. And, and I, I do want to note, when I did go to the emergency room in Pensacola, uh, it was a nice doctor, but he basically looked at me and said that it's a severe panic attack and that I was just, you know, had some anxious stuff going on in my life. And mm-hmm. I was, I told him, I said, sir, I promise you I'm the happiest, chillest guy, you know, like, <laughs> I, this I'm is, not just <laughs> Yeah. And I, I told him, I said, if this is a panic attack, then this is, like I didn't, I didn't know this is what a panic attack was because it was bad. And so, um, he gave me a Xanax. It did absolutely nothing. Didn't even touch any symptoms. Right. And I went back to the dorm, tried to get some sleep. My heart was pounding all throughout the night. And uh, I, I texted mom. I said, "Hey, you, you got to come down here and get me. Something's not right." So, so we went. To, we took him to a cardiologist because he was having a very high heart rate. And fluctuation in blood pressure. Uh, we had the paramedics at our home many times. He would wake up from a dead sleep and his heart rate would be 160. Then his blood pressure would drop. It was just, it was, we know now he was having hot slight symptoms, which is uh, related with long COVID. Um, at the time, we didn't, we had no idea he had long COVID. But no, it was really not a thing right. yet. And so uh, we took him to a cardiologist. And you want to tell them about the cardiologist? So, well, let me yeah, ask one so question real quick. We went to the cardiologist. So, this was just continuing on and on and on after it, after it started at the camp, and this is just happening every day. Yeah. yeah. So, some days were better than others, but after I got back from the camp, you know, I would wake up in the middle of the night with my heart rate just flying. Like, I would be gasping for air in the middle of the night. Um, elevated blood pressure. I mean, we had to call the paramedics multiple times because of this. And so that Chronic fatigue, yeah. exercise and malaise, PIM, PIM, which is post-exertional malaise and a whole bunch of other symptoms. So, so we ended up going to um, my primary, my told my primary what was going on. And so anyway, we, um, he, he referred us to a cardiologist, uh, won't mention names of course, but uh, he was, he was a woke cardiologist, I guess you could say, mm, and basically he—that's fun. He did a whole bunch of he did a whole bunch of tests for sure. So he did a whole bunch of tests on me, and 
Um, he, at first he thought I needed an ablation. He said, maybe something's you know wrong with your heart just on the cellular level or something. So he said, if it's an ablation, you know, we'll fix it. I wore a heart monitor for two weeks. And during those two weeks, it was, it was awful. Cause I was still working at the Y, you know, doing my going to school and stuff or no, that was in the summer. No, I was not going to school. Sorry. I, I was just, um, working at the Y and stuff. And so, and so basically it was just awful. So. So all the tests came back normal. Um, echo of his heart. Uh, we still couldn't figure out what was wrong. We go back to him to see the results. We ask him, we're just trying to, you know, I guess he thought we weren't accepting the diagnosis that, you know, that, that, that we, that they did say he had tachycardia. They put him on a tenolol. But, you know, we knew it was something more than that. And so uh, we just were asking questions and, and he just basically gaslit us and said that it was just, Landon was just being nervous about this and he needed to just relax and not worry about it. And, um, yeah, and he, he really insulted us. I don't want to go into all that he said, but we went to the parking lot and just, yeah. because he was the professional, we were looking for help. Right. And he had, you know, just, he gaslit us. I mean, he, he nothing was wrong. You know, you had a little fast heart rate, you're going to be fine. We knew that wasn't it. There was something wrong. And Landon knew it. Because right. he was so healthy, he knew you don't all of a sudden go from a totally healthy person to having all of these issues. And the thing is, a lot of doctors, um, not not all, but some, the majority, they like to mask the problem. And so they give you medication, you know, big pharma, I'm sure, is involved and whatnot. But anyway, I'm just saying they like to mask the problem. Okay, ask yourself this question. I never had tachycardia before. Why am I having tachycardia? So, you know, it was crazy, but not only the tachycardia, you know, I got on the heart medicine at the time I was really excited because I was like, well, maybe this is my problem. Maybe it's just tachycardia. So I got on the medication, the Tenolol, and it did help my heart rate, but it, it didn't help any of the other symptoms. And so. And David Shelley Nielsen, a dear friend of ours, introduces the Christian doctor. Well, let's, let's hold, let's hold right there. Cause I know, I know yeah. our listeners want to hear about this next step and how we, and we got to the doctor who was able to send y'all in the right direction. We got to take a quick break and listen to, uh, have a message from one of our sponsors, but we'll be right back. What's up guys. Brian Dawson, CEO of 1819 news here. I want to take a minute to tell you about my good friends over at Centurion labs. Cold weather is here. And you know what that means? Colds, the flu, and coronaviruses are running rampant. Your immune system needs protection, and that's why I love what my friends over at Centurion Labs are doing. They're always looking for safe, effective, affordable ways to keep you healthy and at your best. Got a cough, sore throat, or a runny nose? You need to check out their Ninja Cough product. You heard me, Ninja Cough. It contains the strongest non-narcotic cough suppressant on the market with no sugar, alcohol, or dyes so it's safe for everyone, even your kids. Looking to strengthen your immune health, prevent sickness or fight off the flu, and of course, coronaviruses, Defender Immunity Boost is for you. It is an all-in-one immunity booster that combines vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, copper, and quercetin in just one pill to save you money and help defend your health. Having trouble sleeping? Defender PM is a nighttime immunity booster that will help you get rest and boost your immune health. 
Now is the time to defend your health, save money, and support a company that shares your Christian values and loves this country. Centurion has dedicated the last 15 years to research and develop safe, effective, and affordable products made in the USA that you can trust. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast can get 20% off their first bottle order when you visit centurionlabs.com forward slash 1819news and use the promo code 1819. That's centurionlabs.com forward slash 1819news with the promo code 1819. Check them out, guys. Welcome back into the program. We're talking to the Williams and their experience with long COVID. They're on the uh, talking to us from Cyprus. I know, right? It's amazing. Like I, I really, want to really know is. how they got to Cyprus. I want to know just how they found a doctor who didn't uh, didn't gaslight talk, them, <laughs> didn't talk down to them. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and I think it's worth pointing out before we continue because we've talked about you just had COVID. I think you you say in the you said in the article that you did not have the vaccine, but even if you haven't had COVID, if you have had the COVID nineteen vaccine, basically that vaccine replicates and mimics the virus, and so all of these long COVID issues with the spike protein can show up even if you've never had COVID. So I think that's really important um, to talk about with people like, don't say I've never had COVID, so this can't be an issue for me. Right. Like, Listen to Landon's story, pay attention, and just know, share with your friends and family. This is such a good story, and I'm hopeful we just lost them, but that's okay. But I'm hopeful that um, this can really spur on a movement to people getting help. Yeah. Because this poor kid, and we all have kids his age, it's like, oh my goodness, you're at the height of life. Like, tired and need a nap every day? Okay, I'm old. That's me. Right. That shouldn't be, you know, this teenage boy that is, right. I guess, was supposed to start college. And um, so I'm hoping that he's in shape and going to the yeah, gym, talking right. about yeah. doing the things. He, and, and I don't know, was he a basketball player, football player? Sounds like, like super healthy. Super healthy. He's so well spoken. And then they say the doctors are like, well, you just, you know, anxiety. It's in or, your head. Yeah. yeah we, we don't, the, the tests are all negative. So you're fine. And your heart's like, when you really wonder like, I'm not fine. how often and how long they can pretend that this isn't related to COVID. Right. It's not a real thing. Like how long is this going to go on? Right. Right. So, And I'm fascinated. And I guess we're at the stage where we have no idea why one person gets a long COVID mm-hmm. and then others don't it's just COVID's a weird thing it's very weird did you have COVID yeah I think I had it for four or five days I never had a positive test you've had it like 28 times times. really yeah it's weird I had the loss of uh taste and smell Chris gets it less than me and you think he'd have it more but I'm the one really I just only had it once that I think I've had it I've only had it once but I will give I will give it this I mean you're tired for a long time Oh, I mean, I'm still not the so same. I can't. I might have low. Well, you may COVID. be old. I mean, you're 44 now, so you could. Just, it could be old age, not long COVID. Yes, <laughs> we'll help you to your car. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, I think yeah. the Williams are back. We lost y'all for a uh, a few seconds, but we were going to get to the part where you've been through a number of doctors. Maybe one of them was woke, and they're not listening to you, and it's kind of frustrating. I'm sure because you're saying we're not idiots. We we know what's going on. Something is weird, and you find a, a new doctor. So let's, let's do the next steps. Well, and I, I, I want, cause I always ask questions and kind of make things difficult. So I'm going to interject, but 
on a personal level, like as I was reading your article and reading up on your story, like what is your family like? Do you, you have brothers and sisters, correct? And and as a mom, how are you handling this? And how frustrated? I mean, there's nothing more that a mom would like to do than get in there and fight for their child. Here you are going to the people that are supposed to be helping you and you're getting nowhere. And we lost them again. So we'll just. We can talk about that, though. They're in Cyprus. But it just, I wonder how, are these doctors denying that this is happening because they really think, okay, well, teenagers, they're angsty, whatever. Or Mm. is it genuinely like, they're like, okay, wait, we pushed this vaccine. We, we didn't treat COVID Mm -hmm. when we had these options that were available. And now are they looking for a liability, like wanting this amnesty that they're all talking about? I, I kind of think, and I don't know, so your, your husband's a doctor, so yeah. I, I feel like, and I'm insulting to him, I understand that, but but doctors are very similar to mechanics. But instead of cars, it's people. And they and they have a checklist that says, okay, the check engine light's on, it's a four, it's a code 368H, and that should be this, but if it's not that, it's this, if it's not that, it's this, it's not that. And you get to the bottom of the list, and they're like, I'm, I'm out of my list. Yeah. I have no idea. And I, and I think that's really kind of what's happened. There was no such thing as COVID to start with. Right. And then there definitely wasn't a long COVID. Right. So they just, and they go with what is kind of generally happening. I think a couple of things. One, you are right. There is, you know, there are differential diagnosis that they make. And like with our mechanic, where would we be without them? Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah, we got to have them. We have to have them. And and you're right. Doctors are, they're the car surgeons. They're the people surgeons. Right. That's the way I like to look at it. Um, but I do believe that so many of them pushed it, pushed the vaccine, shamed the rest of us that are like, you know, I don't, I'm going to just hold off for a second. Right. And so I think there's a lot of saving face going on. There's also a, we trust the CDC because they generally have given decent information, Mm -hmm. but now we've switched over into threatening them if they don't give the mob mentality exact same information. And so you've got kind of some incongruent things going on with the doctors who will speak out versus the ones who Mm -hmm. won't. And saving face. So I think it's a multi-layered. A lot of pushing and pulling. It's a very big issue. Right. And yeah. then, and, and and then so, people like the Williams kind of fall in yeah. between the cracks. And so who, who's going to say, oh, this is long COVID and oh my gosh, we've really got to help you. But that means abandoning the things that they said they believed in while they were pushing the vaccine or admitting that they were wrong right. or seeing it from a completely different right. point of view. Right. And so, right. or like Allison said, maybe if I had done, or we had done some of these early preventive measures, we wouldn't have people with long COVID. Right. And then it just kind of comes back to whatever I do, it might make me look bad. Yes. So let's just pretend this doesn't. I think that brings us to exist. where the Williams are. Um, you know, I feel like with COVID, I don't think healthcare medicine has always been that way. I feel like it's always been way more open to, hypothesizing and, you know, just generally having a conversation, but it's gotten to this checklist. And especially with COVID, you do A, B, C, D, you've got to find a doctor that will think outside of that box. And many weren't willing to, but y'all actually found one that was, and that's how you got to Cyprus. So you leave the cardiologist. They're like, dude, you just need to go take a nap and chill out. And you're like, no, I'm dying. And I'm sure that's what you felt like. Um, 
how did you find Dr. Yvonne and, and get to where you are? Okay. So before we get to Dr. Vaughn, I just wanted to, to say, okay, about a Payson, Dr. Payson, a daughter, and, and he has been a phenomenal doctor. I, he's a dear friend of David and Shelly. He said, he heard about my story and, or he, because he's a family friend and he said, Hey, you need to go see Payson. So he went and saw Payson and, and he, he was a phenomenal to me. That was the first doctor that ever listened to me. And so he had heard a little bit of long COVID and then he diagnosed me with long COVID. And then the research began. His wife, Nell, and I and Landon would share articles and information in every waking minute that we had and we search medical records, research and you know, articles and I I'm not a doctor, so I'd have to read just get everything that it was saying. But long story short, Landon found Reddit. Yeah, so there's a forum called Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. It's also an app on the App Store and um, Google Play. But anyway, so I, I got on Reddit, and there's a forum of COVID long haulers, and there's like 45,000 people on there. So one day I was just really discouraged, and I said, you know what, I'm going to try to find some other people who are going through what I'm going through. So um, I got on Reddit. And it was by the grace of God, because there's so many posts on there. The first one that popped up was help apheresis. And it talked about uh, Dr. Beata Jaeger over in uh, Mulheim, Germany, and how she's doing this um, treatment to basically filter the plasma and, and get these micro clots removed from the body. So that's when um, I ran to my mom. I said, mom, you, you got to hear this because they actually had Marcus clots on there. And, and he... Uh, actually received the treatment and got a hundred percent better almost. So it was very encouraging. So I ran to my mom and showed her the, the post. So yes. And so then we took it to Dr. Daughtry and he said, this makes perfect sense. He even tried to call Germany, but with the language barrier, we weren't able to get through to them. So I know you were asking about Dr. Vaughn. We didn't mean to get off of that subject, but Tyler Thrasher recommended Dr. Vaughn to us because what happened was we got on the sign-up sheet for help apheresis because they said it's going to be six months to a year. So October of 2021, like almost wow. a year. Right. Let's say, well, that was summer. Did you start, start in summer of 20? Yeah. So it took. Right. My goodness right, gracious. Yeah. But that's how I felt during COVID. I don't know because we were one of the first ones that had it. Um, it's like you had to do all your research. You yes. were the doctor. Yeah. And right. I know that that's how they felt. And so you find this, um, I think y'all are back, kind of describe to us when you're reading, what is the procedure that you found? Um, you touched on a little bit, but basically they hook you up to a machine and they filter all your blood and and basically detox everything. So y'all know some of the story. Yeah. yeah. So they, so, they go to Germany, right? First. No, it's just a German doctor. Okay. Okay. I think that had started to filter out these kind of work clots. on this hypothesis, which is the way the scientific method and right. imagine that. Yeah. It's crazy. Like since the beginning. And they're doing it in Germany because in America We don't do such things. <laughs> we just let people right. die. I mean it's sad. Like, I, I mean, I know you say that a little tongue in cheek, but not really. No, no, no. I really think like I mean, what doctor in their right mind it you Landon at 18 years old walks into the emergency room, 
has this heart rate, this blood pressure, and you really, and not just for a spike in a moment of time, like you're really going to let him leave and go home. I mean, with, without any diagnosis, any other oversight, like to me, yes, I I really don't even say it tongue in cheek. It seems, it seems strange. And then the fact that they're in Cyprus now and having to talk to doctors in Germany and other places when we're supposed to be on the forefront of everything. Right, the cutting that's edge. Right. Yeah, that's right. Well, but we were still here not letting anybody have hydroxychloroquine or no. erythromycin. What's the other well, one? Not erythromycin, um, but uh, ivermectin. ivermectin. And, and we were really challenging people when they go to the pharmacy mm-hmm. to pick up their prescriptions. Like, why are you getting this? Right. Why do you need That's what this? we were I mean, doing. Instead do you remember of, that? Yeah. Instead um, of figuring out how to filter out the blood and right, those kinds of right. things. Right. <laughs> Which, okay. by the way... We get to have Dr. Vaughn on um, very soon. Oh, that'll be great. Talk even more yeah. about where we are and what what things are going on. But you're right, Allison. That's the thing that I, that he said so often, right at the beginning of all the doctors coming out and going, "Okay, here is the situation," is that that loss of the scientific method and and using evidence and data to drive a decision um, and to help patients and to deal with the patients in front of them versus the public. Right. That we're being led to believe. Like I even heard an ad this weekend that we're supposed to look out for our neighbors. Still? By getting the, yeah, I almost came unglued. Mm-hmm. And I would like to let y'all know that um, there are plenty of people still wearing double mask and gloves. Hey, I'm okay that with That was called where you went. I, I, it's true, but it was still hard, even in <laughs> right. the Atlanta airport, but right. also in the Charlotte airport. I'm like, but if they want to, don't you want I don't care as long them. as nobody's telling but, them But the to. problem that bothers me is that they, they're doing it because they believe something. That's right. That's what bothers me is I know I can't change it. They're free to do whatever right. they want, freedom but of expression. But they may have never have heard that it doesn't But do it hurts anything. my feelings that they still right. think after all this time that that is what was going to help them. Right. When we have so much evidence to the contrary. And then you get back to the whole evidentiary-based conclusion. Mm. Um, it didn't do anything. And so why are you still doing it? Right, right. So, um, but this is a fascinating story because the more we learn about COVID and the clots, the more that you think this is a remarkable story. Right. Well, I, I want to know. So they, they, they go for this procedure. <laughs> There's a microphone there. <laughs> they go for this procedure and and get started down the road of, I guess, getting a little better. And now is the German doctor in Cyprus. And what exactly are they doing other things other than filtering the blood? Is there a detox procedure? Is there? He goes on Reddit and discovers this blood filtering, like how to detox because the spike protein is the issue. Okay. The spike protein that's on the COVID virus and the spike protein that's in the vaccine. And And the vaccine makes people's bodies create the spike protein. Right. And that's what maybe even more than than COVID does. Right. And because the vaccine doesn't have an endpoint in theory. Like if you have the virus and you get COVID, you get the virus and then it moves on after a week or so. But the vaccine replicates potentially indefinitely. It tells your body, hey, just keep making this right. stuff. And, and there's not an off switch right. that right. we know of. Right. So um, so are y'all are y'all saying that people need to pay attention to the Williams long story of long story. The story of long COVID. Right. Because there are people who probably now have long COVID from the vaccine, from the vaccine, right? Yes, and their body's trying to deal with what the vaccine did. That's okay, right. that makes yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, 
Hey, don't forget, y'all. Uh, they're watching the program that uh, they are in Cyprus, so we are we're we're making it all work. We've got it all back up to speed now, and we appreciate y'all being in and being patient with us, making sure that uh, this connection is there. So, so where were we? What question were we asking? We, we were we, in Germany. We're headed to Germany. We're in Germany. No, we found Germany on Reddit. So we're not headed to Germany yet. N- no, actually. I don't think y'all ever went to Germany. You just went to Cyprus. Which, if I put out a globe, could y'all say where Cyprus was? Yeah, it's just, it's over, it's right there. Okay. Anyway. All right. So, Landon, you're out. Tell us again, you're on, you're, you found on Reddit and you go to Payson, Dr. Daughtry. Um, He put me on some medicine because I had um, a lot of inflammatory issues. He put me on an anti inflammatory, um, a statin, and a list of. Yes, H1 and H2. He was basically following the protocol for Germany. Um, the, uh, the Ada Jaeger, she had a protocol for those that were with long haul that would be coming for treatment. So he, his medicine cabinet looked like that of a senior citizen. It was just, wow. it was awful. But he did that for about four months. And this was his senior year in high school. Mm. So, so, yeah, and this was after the fact that I had found about Help Aphoresis on Reddit and showed it to my mom, and she put me, um, you know, on the list. Uh, that was a, October of 2021. So she figured that, you know, the waiting list was nine to ten months. So she put me on it just for the heck of it, and she thought, you know, well, surely he'll be better by then. So I, I was thinking, you know, of course he would be better by then. We'll just put him on the list just so we can, just in case. And I began, it was very frightening to think about going overseas for treatment for six weeks for me. And so I began to pray about it and ask the Lord where he had us go. And he led us to Isaiah 43. And every question that I had, God answered that in Isaiah 43. And it's long and complicated. But basically, I said, Lord, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of a lot of things. And the verse, you know, of two of that verse said, um, fear not, I will be with thee when I pass this over the waters. Um, and then I was like, well, um, every, and I would read a verse and then I would ask, you know, it was during my devotion time. So I would read a verse and then I would look up and I would think, and I would ask the Lord a question and then I would go back to read. And, um, and, and then he would answer the, he would give me the answer in that next verse. And it was just like every, like eight questions that I had, God answered, and every one of them was saying, bring Landon. The one verse that really struck me, it said, keep not back, bring thy son from far. And I woke up that night with that verse on replay in my mind, Mm. and it was just so impressed on me. God was saying, do not say back, bring your son from far. And so that's, you know, that I was like, okay, it scared me so much. I felt like Jonah. Um, running from God, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell Landon because I, I thought, oh, oh my goodness, because I have to do this now because God told me to. You right. know? <laughs> and but He provided, and it's you know, there's so many stories uh, in this. Uh, um, I wish we could go through everything, but how He just worked so many miracles in getting us here. And so we've been here five weeks, and. Um, you know, of course, y'all mentioned Dr. Vaughn. We, so we were on the list. We knew the Lord wanted us to go. That was in February, uh, October 2021. 
And so I continued on the medicines for a little while with pacing, and then they actually made me feel so bad that I quit all of them, and I just tried to push, push, push through my senior year. Uh, and it was hard, but I, I got up every day, and I just kept fighting, and that's the one thing you have to have grit. You have to keep going after it, and to all the people that have long COVID, don't give up. There's treatment, there's people getting better, and there is hope because it feels so it, – it's a feeling that like I can't describe to you in, in words. It's long COVID is a horrible disease. It is absolutely, it's not COVID. It is caused by, you know, like y'all said earlier, before we got cut off by the spike protein, these microplots are caused by the spike protein in both the vaccine and the virus. And it's just a horrible thing. And so basically my mom had confirmation that we were supposed to go. She never, she didn't tell me, but you know, as a, as a, at first. <laughs> as a young kid, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to push through this. I'm going to, you know what? Maybe I'll just get better. And so time went on and on and on. And I was getting really, really frustrated. I was like, this is interfering with my college plans. You know, of course I had to put college off for a semester. And so that's when we came across Dr. Jordan Vaughn in July. And that, that man has helped me so much. He's an incredible doctor. He's part of the FLCCC. Um, he's a critical doctor. And so basically... Yeah, so we went to Dr. Vaughn. We knew we were on the list. We still had not been called. And it had been... Uh, this was June of 2022. And uh, so he went in... Oh, well, the reason we went to Dr. Vaughn was because Landon came to me and said, Mom... Do you know when you're sick and your body's craving something? And I said, sure. And I thought he meant something to eat. And he said, I said, what do you want? What are you craving? And he said, oxygen. Mm-hmm. And then I knew we had a big problem. Um, we we bought the O2 canisters. We, um, you know, he, he was just having severe shortness of breath. It was very scary. Um so that's when we heard about Dr. Vaughn. We went to see him, and he did x-rays. Yeah, so he actually did a chest x-ray. I remember going in there because my mom had mentioned Dr. Vaughn for about a month, and I told her, I said, uh, no, you know, I'm tired of doctors. I'm tired of the woke agenda. You know, they don't care about us because there's so many people on Reddit, and they're like, well, you know, it seems like doctors don't care about us because, number one, it's so new, and number two, like, if you try to publicly speak out about microclotting or the vaccine or any of this, you get canceled or shut down. So anyway, but I woke up one day and I said, you know what, mom, I, as much as I can't stand doctors, I got to see Dr. Vaughn. You know, I, you told me he was a good doctor. You, you've been told he was a good doctor. So let's just go see what he, what he thinks. So we went in there and he said, let's go take some x-rays. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, I'm down for anything. I just need some answers. So anyway, Wait, time out. So we did. nobody had taken an x-ray of your lungs until this point? They had. Okay. They had taken x-rays, lots of x-rays. Uh, we had, uh, we had so many. And I actually x-rays. had an x-ray at the, um, when I went to the ER a year ago. So, wow. but anyway, he took an x-ray and he looked at me and he said, yeah, no wonder you can't breathe. Look at your lungs. And I was like, are you we, kidding me? We were shocked. Yeah. We were shocked. Um, we forgot, we failed to mention before this happened. I, I took Landon because he was shortness of breath. I took him for an EBO2 at the Faro Health and Performance, and that's when uh, they filter the blood. It's not as uh, detailed as the health apheresis, but we were just, it ozonates and oxygenates the blood. So we were trying to help uh, get 
air from his lungs were touching in the oxygen. His cells were starving for the oxygen. So we thought the EBO2 would help. And when we did that, with Feral Health and Performance, which is on Highway 280, right here in Alabama, and they are a wonderful, wonderful group. If anybody has any mysterious disease, they may want to see them. They're awesome. They pulled a large blood clot off of land that we were shocked. And everyone oh was gosh. shocked. Yeah. So, like, so then we had confirmation. What? Sorry, I just said the what, scary that kind. Moment like the, when the blood clot, like when that happened, tell me how you were feeling. Like that's wait and time out. You watched it go through the tube, and Jill, you took a picture of it. I have a picture of it. Yes, I have a picture of it. Yeah, we actually we actually do have a picture of it. Now, at first, I like try to think the best. I was like, well, what's the probability that that formed outside of my body, like in the tube? And she said, honey, you have heparin going in you. She's like, there's no way. <laughs> She's that that pulled out of your body, and so and it's a weird looking clot. It's unlike anything you've seen. And so basically, after talking to Dr. Vaughn and whatnot, these clots are so abnormal. Like they're unlike anything they've seen. So they're still learning about them, but it was creepy, but, but that, that was, that was the second confirmation right there. That we so had when we found that clot, the, um, Pharaoh helped and performance said we've got to get him on a triple anticoagulant, which I've trusted Pharaoh helped and performance. Perfect. But there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. And I wanted to check with his primary care physician first. So as I was trying to get him to the, the PCT, that's when my friend said, you've got to take him to Dr. Vaughn. He's the long haul okay. specialist. And we were so thrilled. So yeah, jumping to Dr. Vaughn, we got the x-rays and this was his wording. Oh. He said, your lungs look like crap. And I said, okay. Can you hear me say I, that? I, I wasn't, and I, I wasn't like scared or anything i was actually excited i was like okay finally you know we got something you know this is not anxiety (laughs) so so anyway um he put me on the triple therapy and i was on that for 33 days and i actually have some friends of mine that are now having trouble they saw dr vaughn and they're on the triple therapy too because their lungs look the same My, my aunt kayla was struggling really bad having some symptoms like i she went to Dr. Vaughn, and her lungs are worse than mine. So she started the triple therapy. For me, um, the triple therapy was really, really hard on me. I mean, it made me feel horrible. And so I just tried to push through. I was basically, he was not able to drive. He, it, it did felt, which Dr. Vaughn said that the medicine is not going to make you, that medicine doesn't, and it makes everybody different. It's not the medicine that made him feel that way, but it's what is, it's a result of the medicine because it's a result of the medicine working because these clots, Rizia Pretoris down in South Africa, she has learned that these clots contain inflammation um, and all types of other bad bacteria that are that's being released into your bloodstream because of the anticoagulants breaking them up. So that's why you feel so uh, bad all the time. Okay. So you're kind of poisoning so, yourself. Right. As those dissolve. Those things are dissolving a little bit and like poisoning. Chemotherapy. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. Wow. So, wow. So his body was having to deal with that. Now, we told Dr. Vaughn, when he put him on the antiquity, I said, this may not make sense to you because I had never met him before. I said, but we're on the list to go to Cyprus. Cyprus. We had been caught. We thought we were going to Germany, but we were called to the island of Cyprus. And we're so glad now that we're here. Uh, God had all that worked out. But he said, well, I've never had anybody go. So... 
you know, you may not need to go. I mean, you, if you get on the anticoagulant, then I said, well, God has told us to go. And he said, well, then go. Right. And so he's kind of looking, and we're going to go back. We come back. We fly back this, uh, this 12th. Praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's no place like home. There's no place like home. So, but, so, uh, so what are so they doing gonna, in Cyprus? What is the process you're undergoing in Cyprus? Okay. Yeah, so it's called Help Aphoresis. It's um, heparin, extracorporeal, LDL precipitation, and it's five filters. Uh, they, they filter, it's a blood washing. So they take the blood out and they filter it through all of it. They separate the plasma, you know, and then they put, put it back, the clean blood back in. So it takes about four hours. Yeah, it takes about four hours. Um, so they, start, they start you off slow. So my first treatment, they only did about two liters of my blood or of my plasma. And then the second treatment, about two liters. And then the third, fourth, and fifth one, I think it was like three and a half, almost four. And then yesterday was my last treatment. It was my fifth treatment. They were able to do 3.9. And that determines on your blood flow, how hydrated you are, how tired you are. And so it, it was, it was, um, I'm actually really glad I was able to get the last treatment yesterday. So I'd have time to recover to fly back. But my filters, when we first started, looked absolutely horrible. I mean, the um, the microclotting, you can actually see the microclotting at the bottom of the plasma filter. The head nurse pointed it out to us. It's, it's a combination of microclotting, um, fibrinogen, um, cytokines, and some other stuff. But cytokines, um, on, my, on my fifth treatment at the very end, uh, my, my filter, but two of my filters actually jammed. And so I was trying not to have a panic attack. I was just looking at my mom and said, hey, mom, can you hold my hand? <laughs> but I was trying, but basically she, she said that that's actually a good sign because two of the filters had pulled out cytokines. And basically that's why I was having so much inflammation in my body, costochondritis, sternum popping, you know, mm. all, all these other symptoms that I have that I won't go into. But so that was an actually encouraging. So. Wait, do y'all have, I'm kind of weird. But do y'all have pictures of that? I'd be so interested to see. Okay, we'll yeah, have so to connect because I, I want to see those. Yeah, so we have pictures of all the all the filters, and you can actually see. Uh, we can send them to you, and I'll tell you what to look for. But you can see on my sixth one, which was yesterday, it looks a lot better. And the reason he said, you know, it was a little scary because you're taking blood out of your arm, and then they're putting it back in. So you know, they're draining your blood, and then the machine. Has a little issue, but they're very calm there. They know what they do. It's controlled. There's, they don't take more, too much out. It's very slow process, very slow. So it's not like there's anything that could. They can't take too much out, and not get it back in. You always get your your blood back. So it's just it's just a little nerving, you know, unnerving um, as all of this, and it's very exhausting as someone. It's almost like a a dialysis, you know, and it. He'll be like, this is his second day. Oh, no, this is his first day after treatment. The third day after treatment, we don't know why, but it's his hardest day. Mm. So he's Mm. down for three to four days, and that's why we needed to do it Monday so he would feel well enough to fly back on Saturday. And really quick, Pretoria actually just recently wrote an article about how the third day is the hardest because something to do with the oxygen is now getting to certain places that hadn't been in in a while. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that makes your body crash because your body's not used to it. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're optimistic. We're excited. Um, we've been here for six weeks. 
Uh, it's actually gone by uh, it's gone by faster than than expected, but we are so ready to get home. We miss our family. We're homesick, and we love the people here and the clinic. They we they met all our expectations. They were just wonderful people. Um, you know, we we are really going to miss them, and we hope to get this treatment in the United States. Um, Russia, China, Cyprus, Switzerland, and Germany now have this health apheresis machine. It's made by B-Braun. Mm-hmm. Um, from what we understand, um, B-Braun lost their certification in 09. They didn't recertify. Um, and so if we could get someone to recertify, if B-Braun would do that or another medical company could make a machine like this. It's, it's um, The help machine was used in Moham, Germany, for 30 years for cardiac patients, um, for plaque and cholesterol. It cleans and filters all of that out. So anyone with heart disease, um, you know, so the Ed and Yeager use it. And what happened when they realized that there was, uh, that the COVID was not a lung disease, but it's a, it's a uh, vascular disease and it affects the endothelial, mm-hmm. um, you know, the lining of the, of the vascular system. And these microclots go everywhere. So when Dr. Vaughn took an image of Landon's lungs, he said, this is just a picture into what your whole body looks mm-hmm. like. Oh, and wow. it was literally white. And we could show you before and after. And we're going to have more tests run when we get back. He wants to see if there's a difference. But it looked like a white spider well. And he said, I will say uh, my shortness of breath, I mean, even now, is, tremendously better and like that was one of my major symptoms and Silka the head nurse she said Landon I'm telling you when you go back and get your x-ray you're gonna they're gonna be it it might be completely normal and Uh so that was really really um encouraging so 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 let me let me ask this um so where do y'all think you are in the process Are, are we just hoping that is done? Are you are you over the hump? Do you think? I mean, will it will it come back? Or does does anybody know, Doctor Vaughn, or the people there in Cyprus, kind of know the process of getting this yeah. out? So everyone's different. Um, there's been people that had to come back, but we're trusting God through this whole process. Um, and with me being on anticoagulants for 30 days before coming here, we think that had a big role um, with 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 how successful this this treatment is going to to be to push me over the finish line but they they did say that I, my body now has to rest for for three they said three to six months you know that's a little discouraging as a 19 year old wanting to go through life but you know um, she said now that we've cleaned your body cleaned this out of your body now your body has to heal because for 17 months these microclots have in the spike protein from the virus has you know uh has just done damage all over his body. He's got a lot of issues going on. And so inflammation, you know, which causes all kinds of problems. Stomach issues. So basically, at my last treatment, before I even started my sixth treatment, because uh, if you look at the bottom of the filter, we had been told that the clear stuff is the microclots. And so I really didn't see that in my fifth filter. So I looked at Silka, which is she's been a godsend. Silka is absolutely amazing because she's been my best friend of this all and I'm really deeply going to miss we her. We got to make sure she gets um, a copy of this. <laughs> right. Yeah, I bet she'll appreciate all the yeah. praise. 
she's been um, she's a she's a fighter and she knows a lot about the deep brown machine. She worked there for fifteen years and she, you know, she was she's certified um, instructor on this machine and actually came from Mulheim, Germany, working with the Eddie Yeager here to set up this clinic, which is owned by Marcus Clark. He he went for treatment and was so impressed that he stayed to learn and then brought it here to Cyprus. Wow. Yeah, so, so as I was saying about the fifth filter, I asked her, I said, do I have any microclots as now? Like, do you think I still have microclots after five treatments? And she looked at me dead in the eyes, and she said, Landon, you don't have any more microclots. Your, your body's now free of microclots. And I was like, wow. well, that's very encouraging. Yeah. She wow. said, she said, I can't. And when Landon said there are some people that had to come back, we can tell you, we've met people here from all around the world. All, you would not believe the most wonderful people. Most of them, and I'm, I mean, I'm, this is, you know, I, I don't like to hurt people's feelings, or, but most of them are vaccinated. They're vaccine injured, and they will tell you that. We met one lady that was a nurse from England, and she said, I never had COVID, I'm vaccine injured. And there's something different between the spike protein and the virus and the vaccine. Apparently, they just have the, a hard the, time getting rid of that. The spike protein and the vaccine, from what we have heard, replicate. And so it's a lot harder to to control that. Right. So, so they are saying, give it time. We've gotten your body clear and you've got to go home and rest. And the number one thing that, that they have to do is you should please do not overdo it. You have to. Pace, pace, pace. And that's hard for a teenager. You've got to now let your body heal. So for people that are watching, um, if they are struggling with these symptoms and maybe possibly think they have long COVID, maybe they aren't in Birmingham or Alabama and they don't have a Dr. Vaughn, like where, what, where would you say for them to start? So they don't have to wait and go through what you did for a year. Okay, I would go... Yeah, I would go to the flccc.com and they have long COVID regimens on there. And try try to find a doctor that is affiliated with them. Um, I know Dr. Vaughn can't talk to all these people, but I have referred him to so many people. I have a friend named Jake that he read my Reddit post that I had posted about to encourage some people because there's so much negativity on there. And he actually had a Zoom call with Dr. Vaughn. Mm. So he does do televisits, but of course you can't, you know, uh, meet with everyone. But yeah, that's, that, that's what I would do. I'd go to flccc.com. Um, and then Dr. Vaughn got him in con- contact with a doctor uh, near near Jake so that he, he were, you know, he's like, hey, here's good. a doctor that I know near Really now, is, it, is this, is this, this FLCC, is this the frontline doctors? Yes, this is the frontline critical care. Yeah. Frontline critical care. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So one thing that we did learn, and Dr. Vaughn is on board with this as well, uh, and, and the group here, they're following also the FLCC, um, but uh, they, Dr. Vaughn told Landon to take, um, and I hope I pronounced this correctly, uh, natokinase and serapetase, and this is an all-natural supplement that is, uh, will naturally... Um, it naturally thins your blood, a blood thinner, but it's it's not a medicine, so you, it can't hurt you. But um, you know, so uh, that is my sister is taking that along with the blood thinners, and she she says it is 
she's doing amazing on it. Mm-hmm. So the Navajo Maze and Sarah Kepte's, um, and it's, um, you know, you, it comes together in a, in, it's in one pill. And you take two in the morning and two at night, or one in the morning and one at night. And, and actually, see your doctor about it. It's actually supposed to eat the fiber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to say that addressing one symptom that's like severe for long COVID people is is the fatigue. So we've actually been told here that the reason why the fatigue is so bad, where like you can't even get out of bed, is because the pancreas and the liver are actually in sleep mode. That's what Silka said because. <laughs> Basically, they're in oxygen deprivation because of these microclots, and so they're just not functioning normally. And so, for instance, they like you to keep your sugar really high before treatment. So I ate, for all my treatment, a huge breakfast. I'm talking huge. And then we had a huge lunch, and then right before I went to the clinic, had a snack, and my sugar was 84. And so that's why we are just so fatigued as long haulers because of the oxygen deprivation in our... um, It's affecting the pancreas, the liver, the kidneys, the the gut, the heart, the lungs. It's affecting everything. The inflammation, the microclots are all in the body. They're not just in the lungs. So they're everywhere. And the longer someone, like Landon was 17 months before we found answers, so the long, the quicker you can get on this, even if you have COVID, um, go ahead and get on the Navitin A's and the Serapetase. Um, and Dr. Vaughn, if, if this was, is what I would urge anyone. If you are in the Birmingham area, contact Dr. Vaughn. If, if you have COVID or long or any effect, after effects of COVID, he is the long haul COVID specialist. Um, it, I wished we had known about him before. If we had known what we knew now, we wouldn't be going through this. But God has us here for such a time as this. And, you know, we have uh, our prayer is to bring this back to the state one day that we will have this treatment for other people. We are very hopeful. We do think it will work. And we don't think that God brought us here for it not to work. In fact, that was one of the verses in Isaiah 43. I said, God, what if we do all this and it doesn't work? And the verse next under it says, I'm the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel. I will work. And we are just uh, trusting God. And, um, you know, we know he cannot lie. And we know that Landon's going to get... I'm going to have to go. Sorry, thank y'all very much. But it's a little bit hot in here, so... That, um, Landon, you are so impressive. Your knowledge, I'm sure you've learned a ton. And your outlook and your attitude. And Jill... Y'all's story is just amazing and inspiring, and um, I know that God will continue to use you all mightily. And it's funny because actually Dr. Vaughn co-authored a two-part article recently in the Epic Times Mm -hmm. about kind of how to detox from long COVID. It doesn't talk about this, but um, y'all can check that out as well. But I just feel like you all and Dr. Vaughn and kind of his little group. Actually, we're having him on next week. He'll be on our podcast. Um, so we'll have to see and get an update and y'all will be home by then. But um, yeah, I think y'all together can really help a lot of people. Absolutely. And so thank y'all so much. And okay. I just have to ask what, what are your plans after you get back besides resting and taking some naps like college? Are we going? What What's the plan? 
Yeah, so whenever I do get to go to college, you know, first, like you said, just be at home and rest and, and take it from there. But I do want to study political science. I have a love for this country. I think the country's headed in the wrong direction, and I just um, love America. So I wanted to study political science at Pensacola Christian College. I'm now looking at Liberty University. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll go from there. Nice. But I love politics. It's been my life. It is his passion. <laughs> he actually met um, our former vice president, and um, so he he loves it. And um, day and night, 24 hours a day, he's talking politics. Right. Good luck to All you. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. We'll support you. Yeah, yes, we'll be in yes, touch we with will. you, Landon. <laughs> Landon, 20, 36, 40. We're foreign. Landy, yeah. we're already cheering for you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you very much. Up. Thank you all, and uh, be safe in your travels as you head back home. And, uh, hey, guys. Thank God you bless. so much for the opportunity to be able to be on with you guys. Thank you. Hey, make sure and thank follow you. up with us when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know where to find you all. I'll, right. I'll reach out. Because I want to see the pictures. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to okay, see the the filter stuff. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh, y'all. We'll send them. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks so right. much. Be Thank safe. you. That worked well. Okay. Then. Sorry for the wow. coughing. Well, but, uh, this is Alabama Unfiltered, and have long this is COVID? what we do. I might have it. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> no. I think you do. Get out. Every every week when it gets like really hot, I'm going to bring the water bottle and set it, set no. it there. So I'm good. I'm the corner. You know what? I understand the being hot, but I just... You know, I don't know. What, I don't know it's what's okay. wrong with me. It's okay. Good. You're here. We made it through, and that's we a did. phenomenal story. That is a great story, and we're going to have Dr. Vaughn on the program. We are to yeah. follow up and basically keep ourselves kicked off of social media for these topics, <laughs> right. but that's fine. Yes. This is what we do. So the machine. Uh, did y'all notice that the machine that other countries use to clean out the plaque and the cholesterol and all that kind of stuff from people who have heart issues? has not been certified in America since 09. So you can take all the drugs they keep advertising on the television right. every time I watch a ball game, but you can't use the machine that would keep you from taking all the drugs probably. Did you so, pick up that she said the machine is actually in China? They have it in China. I, I, I heard but Ru- it's not here? I, I heard the Russia part because yep. they're so oppressed. Russia, China, Switzerland, Germany. I don't know. Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Cyprus. We think we're so cool. Wow. We're not that cool. We're okay, just not. we need to fix we that. We have, a dr- we have a drug for everything. We, we used do. to be. We did. We did. We got to bring that back, y'all. <sighs> enough. Can we have it? Can we like certify it for just use in Alabama? Can yes, we, can, we, can. Can it be a state's right thing? Absolutely. So everybody that has these issues could come here? Should we set but, up a but, secret but, clinic? Can be our tourist destination. Yeah. Should we do that? Yeah. I'm for that as a business. Can we do that? I, there's the business. Okay. It's y'all put the money coffee, in. I will cough on everyone. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Okay, just don't cut me out. I want to be a part of it. it. Do it. Let's do. Cut him out. I know. Okay. I can already tell. You're cut out. Like, this is the. They have a line on the highway down there. Yep. I can't do it. No problem. This is know. the time to be a woman because then you can have a small business loan. Yeah, They're going to give it to us. I don't, I don't know if y'all, I don't even know if women count anymore. Y'all aren't special anymore. You know what? Not I'm reading Abigail Schreier's book, and that's a whole other subject, but possibly based yeah. on all the crazy stuff going on. You're trying to get rid of us. Not that big a deal. Yeah. Y'all are no longer an oppressed group. We're just a birthing person. <laughs> That's it. All right. Any last words? Uh, none. That was an amazing okay. interview, and I can't wait to follow up. But I'm excited about Dr. Right. Vaughn coming on. Yeah. I'm just so impressed with him. Like, What a great that, kid. Uh, what amazing. a great family. Like, they, no, it was fantastic. Yeah. Good. Really impressive. Yeah. That's I'm it. done. 
Y'all are good. Y'all yeah, finished that's up? That's it. We're good. Yeah. Hey, thank you for watching this uh, week's version of Alabama Unfiltered. Don't forget to go to the, all the places that you listen or watch your podcast. Give us a thumbs up, five stars, whatever is necessary. And please tell other people about the program. That's why this show is growing by leaps and bounds because of you telling others about it. Thanks a lot and see y'all.